Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today for Tuesday, January the 10th. Well, a lot of discussion about something, some advice from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Um, I, it's a scary thing to think about. We've got certainly, I guess, what we call a crisis. Everything feels a crisis, but it's an obesity crisis. We've got kids that are unhealthier than ever before pandemic didn't help. In fact, it hurt considerably uh, helping kids get activity. The gap between rich and poor doesn't help kids play sports, uh, go to gyms, um, get personal trainers. It doesn't help families. And goodness knows it doesn't help you eat healthier. It's expensive to end up eating healthy as opposed to eating unhealthy. But it doesn't mean I'm healthy all the time or I do all the right and healthy things. And think about people who don't or who can't. So it ends up being a big issue. But even if we just isolate it to teens, at 12 years old, to think about drugs for weight loss. At 13 years old, to think about surgery for weight loss. It's concerning to me. It's concerning to a lot of people. And it smells a little bit to some like the issue of getting opioids into, you know, the the water supply for just the simplest injuries. Those of us who watch Dope Sick won't forget the indelible impression it left on us. Is this the same thing happening here for something that is conquerable, but no question is an affliction? And that's childhood obesity. We talk about it on Toronto Today. The first guidance on childhood obesity in 15 years, that's hard to believe on its own, was released by the American Academy of Pediatrics. So what's that got to do with us? Well, there have been many guidelines set up by the American Academy of Pediatrics that end up being applied in Canada. We tend to do that more with health in North America than we do with Europe. We just do. With the EU countries, we don't tend to look at things like this. But to our neighbors to the south, we look and say, well, they're um, utilizing it. Let's sort of, you know, like, to stick, lick our fingers, stick it in the air, see which way the wind's blowing, and see if it's something for us. But their concept is children struggling with obesity, and it is a struggle. And I, I think for the purpose of brevity, clarity, let's just keep this about a conversation about kids and teenagers right now. I, and I don't know where you want to arbitrarily cut off the line. If I said eight, it's 18. If I said it's 20, um, because some people, as we know, when they go away even to college, They get out of their routine and they start to uh, gain weight and they don't do the things. I ate horribly, horribly as a human being um, when I moved out away from my parents for the first few years. But I will tell you that I was always active, um, always attempted to be fit. And I I do think I had a little bit of a a, a little bit of luck with um, genetics, genetics factors in. And that really is where I want to you know, push the line here on children because they can control almost none of this. Almost none of this they can control. We're either talking genetics or we're talking habits. Who forms a child's habits? They don't just wander to the fridge at age three or four and decide, well, I like this and I don't like that. I mean, they do, but some of that is guidance from parents. I always make the case you, you can't let your kid eat ice cream for dinner every night. He or she would choose to do that. Ice cream's great. Who doesn't like it? You can vary up the flavors and all that stuff. Nearly 15 million young people in the United States are considered obese. That's people under the age of 18. But the concept is treat kids uh, early with medication and surgery. Hold it. 
hold it one minute. According to these new guidelines, um, they would offer medication for kids as young as 12 and weight loss surgery could be offered for those as young as 13. 13. There's a couple uh, authors, co-authors of the new guidance talking about what they see and the patterns they don't like and why they're trying to reverse this. Look, you can make the case obesity is a biological disease. I'm willing to go there with you. And I, I, I never, ever, ever look at people at a restaurant, at the grocery store, where food is bought, where food is consumed, where food is sold, where food transfers, and, and, and try and cast aspersions upon people. Because I don't know their biological history. I don't know that whether they've had injuries or not, and they can't recover and can't do a routine quite like they used to. I don't know if they've had something terrible happen to them. It's a weird thing with me. When I end up having something that I think makes me feel awful, I stop eating. I can't drink and I can't eat. The worst thing in the world to do to me is be depressed or upset about something and to medicate via alcohol or food. It's the last thing I want anything to do with. I just lay there and whimper. But not everybody does. Not everybody does. I think this is bonkers to talk about an injection of a drug for kids 12 years old that would reduce their BMI. By the way, BMI is a pretty flawed process as it is. And the fact that the American Academy of Pediatrics and Canadian pediatricians still look at it in kids and teenagers is nuts to me. Most fitness trainers agree with that. The idea that at 13, you'd, you know, basically do like a stomach stapling. 13, before, before, or not in concert with pursuing behavioral changes, lifestyle changes. What can we do to help you outside of your house? What can we do to get exercise more in terms of school curriculums and whatnot? I think it's crazy. Here's one of the authors of the piece talking about this new guidance. And uh, by the way, this is really, really rich stuff. And it's pretty easy to come off the top rope and pile drive. But here's what she says. Don't say, oh, you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. You're still young. No, let us start managing. So whether it's intensive health style changes whether you want to start medication, whether you want to refer to, you know, a weight management clinic, the therapy should start immediately. Okay, there's a big difference between therapy, sitting down and helping somebody with a program, sketching out foods they like, new foods they can try, how to eat better. Remember, all these kids and all these teenagers are at the behest of their parents, okay? Either for genetic purposes or basically what they put on the table, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Many people work harder than ever. I got it. I understand. And it's harder to eat healthier. And it's expensive to eat healthier. This is also very classist. I'm usually not one to use that particular word. But it is really, really hard to um, to, to be on a fixed income or to be on a low income and eat as healthy as those that have money. We just dealt with this for three years. Hey, stay home, save lives, order takeout. Yeah, easier for some to do than others. Okay, same as education. Well, we'll get you a private tutor. Don't worry, Johnny and Jennifer, we'll take care of your education. Not everybody can do that. This irks me greatly because I think we've already lost considerable trust in public health. And it's exactly why we're here right now. It's exactly why we're here. The idea of for the AAP, who basically says we should treat early and aggressively kids that are overweight with drugs and surgery. 
that that almost conveys that it's nobody's fault. We're going to treat it like asthma. Well, what could you do? Well, several things, or at least we could try. By the way, these meds without any benefit, any benefit whatsoever, the drugs themselves cost $1,300 a month. That's from three different sources, one in California, one in Ohio, and one in New York. Okay, it's sourced out last night. Pedi- I watched two different videos of uh, pediatricians that went on local newscasts, and it's $1,300 a month. Do we not see what's going on here? Do we not also leave some degree of hope and encouragement and bravery with the individual? You would think at a certain point in time, and I've just watched this with my own 16-year-old. I wouldn't say he was a heavier kid, but the kid discovered the gym. We paid the least we possibly could for a gym membership, not one of these fancy places, but we said, you go, you want to do the work, fantastic. And he's got control. Of course he's going to have a burger once in a while. Of course he's going to go shove popcorn in his face and go to the movies with his friends. But he's taken on some element of personal responsibility. I'm well aware it doesn't work that way with every kid. But what we can't do is just say, we're going to take you out of the system. We're going to take away any sort of personal responsibility for who you are and what you weigh and move it forward in the other direction. And by the way, don't think for a second that there's not money to be made from desperate parents of desperate kids. I want my kid to get in shape. I've got money. Here's how we do it. And by the way, if you get them giving you money early, they'll give it to you their whole lives. This is the game. This was always the game, by the way, with big pharmaceutical companies. Always the game prior to about three years ago when we just decided, well, they're doing everything out of the goodness of their heart just to make us better and keep us all alive. And by the way, I couldn't be more pro-vaccine and be tried. I've got three. My parents have five. My kids had two. We could talk about whether or not we'd all do the same things over the last three years, but you won't put that label on me. I'm telling you there's something a little bit sinister about this. And I think any shred of credibility that the American Academy of Pediatrics had left is gone. We're talking surgery and pills for childhood obesity, not reducing sugars, not increasing activity, not talking about fruits and vegetables, of which I should eat a lot more of. Our governments and our public health institutions have failed for decades to give us straightforward guidance for avoiding the problem we're in right now. And we're going to suddenly flip and go, well, surgeries and drugs seem like the right idea. And you want to know why more people kind of roll their eyes when they say, hey, buddy, just trust the science. You do wonder. Um, and for any parent reading this, I just I know that it's it's not as simple as, well, eat less and exercise more. It isn't. It's not that simple for childhood obesity in many cases. But focusing on meds and surgery over other ways to fight this. I that's not the world I want to be in. It's it's not. Um, Shiba Siddiqui joins me now. Look, you, like you, you and your husband must talk about this. You got four kids. You're always on the go. They all have different foods they like. How do you keep everybody healthy? How do you keep exercise? I get it. It's a lot for parents to handle. But I just like I felt this pit in my stomach thinking about somebody taking a kid in for a surgery at age 13 oh. to to staple their stomach. It's that crazy. Oh, it's awful. It's awful to hear that, to read that. So what we do is we implement lifestyle changes. So there's certain things that diet is very big in our household, right? You have to have, obviously you're allowed the junk food, you're allowed the desserts, but with that, you also have to have that full meal, the protein, the vegetables, just the the healthy stuff as well. 
And that we really push that and little things like ride your bike to school, walk to school. We're not going to drive you. Even if it's raining, here's an umbrella, right? And in the back of my mind, I'm trying to build these habits and this movement and these, this lifestyle on the weekends. Let's go hiking. But you know what? We're in a place of privilege. We have the time to do that. I know. We, I know. Right? We not, there are many parents out there who just don't have the time, who can't focus on that. But I don't think the answer is surgery at the age of 13 years old. Bariatric surgery? Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Or or throw meds at it and make it go away with medication. There has to be a lifestyle change, a behavior change. There has to be education. A lot of parents don't know because, like you said, how they were raised, what was happening in their households when they were children, and they're just unaware. So even having just getting the education behind uh, what is a healthy lifestyle, what is a healthy diet, uh, and it's often not affordable. Right, you can see the periphery yeah. of the grocery store. That's where the that's where the healthy stuff is. You go into the middle. That's where the junk is, and it's always cheaper. It's always cheaper to get that the KD off the shelf and serve, serve that for dinner as opposed to getting you know the protein and the veggies on the on the periphery. And it's hard to eat great in university too, isn't it? So you move out, somebody says, "Well, I, well let's order pizza." Like you're not getting no yes. no no. I've got a green salad prepared in the fr- you might, but it's it's no. hard to do that. There's ramen it's, noodles, it's there's craft dinner, there's there's bags of potato chips everywhere. And I'm gonna say though, you I heard you talk about that when you went away yeah. to university. Same thing with me. It's called the freshman fifteen. And we all gain it, right? And halfway through, you go home for Thanksgiving and everyone starts making fun of you. Oh. And, and this whole thing about not saying the F word, fat, I think we need to get over it. Like, stop being so diplomatic about it. If you're fat, you're fat. That's how I feel about it. It's not about being, it's, I'm not body shaming anybody. It is comes down to health. And that's different for everybody. It's not a number on a scale. It's not the BMI that you were talking about earlier. It's different for everybody. Talk to your doctor. Find out what that is for you, what health looks like for you, and aim towards that. Yeah, and I want, boy, like I said, to to go to, like, to realize early days, and I probably knew it would be like this, but when you send your kids to school and you're like, what do you mean you don't have phys ed class every day? But, but, the one thing I'd say is they're out at recess, they're out at lunch hour, they're running around, they're exhausted after school, then we'd have them both in sports, and I'm very conscious. You talk about privilege, you talk about the cost of playing a sport now. I'm well aware of what it is. Sometimes I, myself, I'm relieved that both my kids aren't in it anymore, and my older kid just wants to ride (laughs) his bike around and go work out and, and lift weights with his friends. Honestly, the transformation I've seen in him in terms of how confident he is, how positive he is since he discovered just figured out how to work out, like just show him some, a few things. And he's off to the gym. We took him to the gym at eight 45 last night. We picked him up at 10 15. Like, well, that's what, that, those are the things we'll do for and, our 16 year old son. Right. A hundred percent. That your household, my household, we have that time. We have that ability. We have the finances to do that, to pay for that gym membership. But I get also people being, look, the last three years, right. Um, kids got overfed a lot of screen time. They got overfed a lot of, hey, stay in your room. Don't go outside. It's not safe. Remember that commercial the city of Toronto made for a day and a half? Oh, I'd love to let you outside, but it's just not (laughs) safe out there. What are we talking about? What did we do to our kids here? And we and we we kept them at home way, way longer. We said, oh, schools can't open in place. Um, COVID-19 spreading everywhere. And whether once we got people double and triple vaccinated, we were still doing this. I'm not like this isn't a relitigation because this is a result. The bills have come due of what we did to younger people. Sometimes it feels like there's just a war on kids right now. And um, and I don't yes. I think I'm hearing from parents. We're not exactly leading the charge. You and I we are just echoing what we hear from parents all over the place. 